Emily, did uh, did we win the Powerball last night? Were there any winners from Texas or Austin? <sighs> nope. Nobody oh. won. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. What? Oh, my what? God. What? What? Are you serious? Nobody won. I sent like 10 minutes ago an email quitting my job, telling everyone in this building to F off and that I was about to be their boss. Oh. CJ. You thought you won? You really thought you had a chance? I assumed. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. And I also thought like, hey, if I send this email, then destiny means I'll have to have won. Yeah, yeah, you were you were going to write it into your, your script. Oh my gosh. So well, they're going to be coming in here any minute to pull me off air. Wait, so you sent an email, right? It was bad, Emily. Yeah? Yeah, I sent an email to the whole company. Um, Through our work email? Yeah. Or through your personal? Work. Okay. Well, personal, but I sent it to the work email. Oh, I addressed the whole company. Well, um, I'm sorry. Do you want to go buy another scratch off? Maybe we can try again? Are we still hacked? Do we still not have access to our email? Our company email? Oh, yeah. Wait. (laughs) Yes! I got another week to win the lotto. Oh, my gosh. So no one got the email of me quitting. Let me double check. Yeah, double check your email. Let me double check. Okay. I, I, I have nothing. I think it bounced back. I think it just went to spam. There we go. We're good. All right. We're good. So CJ Morgan remains on air. So what's going to happen first? We restore our email to the company after being hacked, uh-huh. or I win the lotto. Win the lotto. I'm going to win I'm the lotto. I'm going to be positive. That's simple. You can have your cake and decorate it as well. What makes October 10th the greatest? Well, because there are so many good days that today is the greatest for it, like National Cake Decorating Day. Now, traditionally, this was a day to celebrate decorating and making really fancy, fun-looking cakes, but it's taken on more of a sinister tone recently. Cake as in booty decorating day? Cake as in decorating cakes that look like they're not cakes, and then guess what? It's cake, and then you start questioning all things in your reality. Oh, you call it sinister. I call it a good Sunday evening of Listen, watching all of those videos back to back. It's pretty great, but it's a little too far for me. Uh, we do have one of the best cake decorators right here in Austin who came into the studio and made some of our uh, on-air personalities' heads into cakes. Ooh, but it's so it's just so fun and weird and wild when you see that things are cake. And I like the internet means turning it to, hey, is everything cake? Are we all just cake? Is everything just cake? Oh, I hope so. Cake is my favorite, one of my favorite foods. And, and I hope we're all just cake on the inside. Let's find out, man. <laughs> uh, today is also National Walk to a Park Day. And what a perfect day it is for that. This morning I was thinking, you know what? I should go for a walk, but then I realized it wasn't morning, it was noon, and I was late to work, but it is so beautiful and so nice outside that sometimes we forget in the stress of our lives and the things we're doing. You know, with dog owners, it's not as, uh, I feel like they go on walks and go hang out more, but for a lot of us, we forget that sometimes just... Taking a dang old walk. We do, out. but this is National Walk to a Park Day. Um, yeah. We live in Texas. Okay. I, I, there's no parks in walking distance of me. Walk to that neighbor that has a really nice yard. Yeah, and then go play in their yard. That's what And you, then tell them, sorry, it's National Walk to a Park Day. Absolutely what you should do. Uh, and most importantly, it's National, or it's uh, actually World Mental Health Day. And sometimes taking a, par- a walk to the park can help with the mental health, but also or eating cake. your mental health can help. Eating cake, eating less cake, whatever that might be, it's just going to recognize that mental health is just as important, if not sometimes more, than your physical health. And it exists. I feel like it took a long time in my life to acknowledge that even if you feel like you are mentally well, you probably need to work on some things, and going to therapy helps Tremendously. Ah, you women are just being hysterical. You just need a little bit of shock therapy to be better. Oh, my God. Not to lie, that was, I mean... Literally some of what would happen. But yeah, Yeah. mental health is just as important as uh, being sick. You have a cough. You're expected to go to work. But you know what? You can't. I think the only problem with mental health is we can't necessarily see it. it. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Emily, uh, there. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, it's expensive. Can't, can't Nothing. Afford pay- it. <laughs> My insurance doesn't cover therapy. Uh, I t- stopped. <laughs> today is also National Metric Day. Like metric? Like metric. The band? No, Emily, it's National Metric Day, as in the metric system, which I want to say, hey, F you, European communist socialists trying to take over our country and tell us what to do. But it does astound me that the metric system is used uh, globally. Except for us. Except for us. Well, there, there are other areas that don't necessarily use it. But it makes sense because anytime you have to convert something using the metric system, like if you were to go from centimeters to millimeters when measuring my tiny dong, you know, all you have to do is divide by 10. Move a decimal over. Yeah. It's so easy. It makes so much more sense than the inches, yards, whatever, thumb, foot rule system that we use. But no, yeah. no, Americans, we have to make it all difficult and continue to use the metric system, which might be a cause of some mental health frustrations for me. I was going to say, uh, on National Metric Day, everybody, if you're going to uh, measure parts of your body, then uh, let people know in centimeters. Just today. <laughs> so it looks a little bigger, <laughs> but I think the most important thing we want to highlight today is World Mental Health Day. Sometimes you need to take a day off because of your mental health. And you know what? You absolutely should. Unless you're Spencer, then damn it, I need you here to help me learn how to press these buttons. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, Emily. Do you suffer from the tube girl effect? And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Tube girl effect. Uh, tube girl, one cup. I don't. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> well, it's okay because it's my social cues. So I'm going to uh, let you educate know. us older folks of the internet and yeah. all the happenings on these dang old things. So remember back in the day, you know, way back in the day when we would see somebody film a TikTok in public and you would go, "Oh, cringe." Yeah, like 2019, so long ago. Yeah. Ew. Well, uh, a girl named Sabrina Bassoon is trying her hardest or actually not trying at all and that's what makes her cool to uh, show her confidence through making TikToks in public which has created what everybody's calling the tube girl effect. Okay and TikTok it's just a quick funny video thing (laughs) that you know you might have seen them the quick reels on Instagram or Facebook and a lot of people will do goofy dances Mm -hmm. they'll do man on the street interviews or weird things like that but it's it's like YouTube, or YouTube, but shorter. Influencers in general, people that are trying to create internet content in public are, are kind of annoying. Yeah, but uh, Sabrina is actually kind of becoming the catalyst to a new type of, um, I guess, Tube. YouTube creator. Tube girls. Or not YouTuber creator, uh, TikTok creator, because she's being known for filming herself dancing and lip singing to catchy, confident women empowering songs on the London Tube while using an ultra wide camera lens. Let me show you a quick video, okay. CJ, and you can describe this to the to audience s- what maybe, you see. Maybe trying to see if you can get other people involved. I love it. Yep. Let's do it. Okay, here you go. Here's the video of her. And she's uh, using a bunch of camera angles. She's kind of being seductive. She's just being confident. And you can clearly see in the background that there are just random normies on the tube on the uh, train while she's letting the wind blow through her hair. And she's just being confident. Doing lots of dancing, lots of moving. It's a lot of sharp, quick angles. I can't really see the reactions of other people. Yeah, because that's not the point. It's not trying to get reactions from other people Becoming a tube girl and embracing the tube girl effect means going out in public and unapologetically being yourself and filming this video of you being a confident person. Okay, here's where I'm going to come down and say this is annoying. Oh, no. Because, actually, to add to your other segment. this is bad, bad, bad. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you why this is bad, Emily. Sure, I'm all happy about her confidence, about her having fun, about her doing this thing. But my issue is when you're on the tube or subway or train Mm -hmm. or when you're on an airplane, you are then taking me hostage. I am your hostage hostage? for you to do some dumbass content. Uh I now have to be witness to that. Like the guy that did the country dance or hit on people or there was a girl that used to do a famous like before coming into Austin for South by Southwest would sing and walk up and down the aisles of the plane. 
I'm on public transportation. I'm trying to get point A to point B in what is already an anger-filled stress situation. I don't need your happy, goofy ass dancing and doing a video. (laughs) That's why I'd rather see people's reactions. Well, you say that, but um, ever since Sabrina started doing this, not long ago at all, she's already accumulated over almost 700,000 followers on TikTok and has been invited to Paris, Paris Fashion Week, has walked the runway and everything all because of she's her hot. confidence. No. It's because she's attractive. No, it's if she because wasn't, of her confidence, If she CJ, wasn't attractive, she wouldn't be getting invited to Paris Fashion she, Week. Even in interviews, she's like, I'm not trying to influence anyone to do anything or be anyone. I'm not. I agree. I didn't I'm try sure. to be an influencer. I'm just a girl who goes on the tube and decides, oh, I am going to be confident and I'm going to be myself and I'm going to do it in front of all these people and inspire them to also be confident. I'm happy for that. I guess instead of just being devil's advocate and saying influencers are annoying and not to do it on public transportation where you can't walk away from them, at least she's not engaging with other people doing that. But I, Mm -hmm. I, I like the idea of someone doing it. And singing like really catchy, like super <laughs> annoying, catchy songs. And seeing like if in the wide angle lens of the camera. Uh, if anybody else sings along. If anyone along, else starts singing along. Yeah. If you start getting people, if you're doing your video, uh-huh. but then just seeing the background. You see everybody singing How many along. people, yeah, like, I get yeah. knocked down. Yeah. And I get up again. I mean, you would be surprised how hard it is to make yourself vulnerable and act like a fool. Pu- okay, maybe not you. You wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. It. I do it too but much, I Emily. I want you to, I challenge you this week, CJ. To tube to, boy? To tube boy and do the tube boy effect. And I want to uh, have you create a video. I'm going to trap myself in a sewer tunnel and just <laughs> scream. And that'll be my tube boy. Hey. It's a prime day. Prime for priming. Get the pumps primed with your dad, Matt Beard, and here on the Parent Pickup. Get in the car. I guess, you know, I, I, I go look for stuff. Hey, what could parents be interested in? Every site I, ha- I got onto has been apparently bought by and taken over by Amazon because today is a prime deals day. Do you guys get motivated at all for something like Prime Day? Uh, I used to, but now Amazon just has deals all the time or or has coupons that you can, if my, you just my select point this exactly, box. Yes. No, I mean, and, and also Prime Deal Days, they're not good anymore. I feel like the prices they knocked off, I could always find somewhere else. Cheaper. Yeah, they, yeah. It would, they artificially cheapen things yes for prime day but yeah like emily said matt we do this all the time i have i live with a partner that has a amazon prime account so to me none of it's mad it's not my money <laughs> it's, it's not man i will say that i saw some things that were funny like do you know what a theragun is is, is that it a the massage thing well yeah but do you know what my brain thinks of anytime I see a massage wand? Yeah. Uh, mm. Yes, I and do. One of the ads I saw said, uh, you know, one the 100 best prime deals for kids is what it said. And then it just had this big picture of this massage wand. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're really starting them off at an early age Whoa, these days, yeah. aren't we? Progressive uh, I guess parents. the point was supposed to be, hey, you're a worn out, tired parent. Yeah. Um. But even then, like this thing, the Theragun, I guess is a big brand name, it's marked down to $200, and I'm still like, that's still 200 bucks. I mean. For what? Yeah. For yeah. something that beats the crap out of you. It really hurts. Go I get a massage for yeah. 200 bucks. You yeah. Can, you can pay for a very good massage for 200 or and you, get can a get, spa day. you can get four real decent ones, or you can get 20 really bad ones. Uh, That's boy math. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I, know. Uh, I guess what prime would be good for really are people like uh, my mother, my stepmother, uh, grandparents. Because my grand, the grandparents in our, in our family, meaning my kids' grandparents, they love to have their Christmas lists in in like August. They're like, send me the Christmas list. <laughs> and I'm like, it's August. My kids' brains will be completely reformatted by the time Christmas comes I around. I will have oh, yeah. bought it for myself by then. Right. But they're like, we want to do our Christmas shopping, get out of the way. And I'm like, we haven't. Yeah. School hasn't started. 
But I think it's because of stuff like this. I think they like to accumulate that, yep. buy all that, have it ready to go, have it wrapped and and, and ready. Yeah. I'm, but I'm like, you know, here's the problem. By the time my kids unwrap this stuff, they won't remember of having asked for it back in August. And oh, no. they'll be com- their interest will have completely changed by then. Or if it's like an iPhone, there will already be like two different versions out New ones. <laughs> in the next six months. Yeah. Wow, they get iPhones in your family? Oh, no. Wow, Emily. No, wow. no, no. Not this time around. Uh, I will say that uh, you can uh, get Crocs. Crocs are marked 40% off. Maybe that's probably the number one thing that parents care about. And there's the new Croc cowboy boot. So I've been seeing people talk about it. Even better. Crocs are amazing shoes for kids. Um, I will reserve all judgment for adults. I know you love your Crocs, mm-hmm. and I won't Why? tell you what I think about that. I th- I, the people I know, the grown-ups who love their Crocs, love their Crocs, and I need to be a gr- enough of a grown-up to go, people are people, so why should it be, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's Depeche Mode on 101X. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. The do's and don'ts of the bucks. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! It's CJ's fat talking food, drinks, ets, all that fun stuff. Matt, you said the what? The Bucks, the Buckies. Bucks. The Do's and Don'ts. Because you just got off a road trip. I had a road trip and I had a relative. My wife's aunt was in from out of state. And she was have to bring them. Yeah, she was like, oh, I want to go to this Bucky's. What do you guys talk about? So we stopped at a Bucky's, but in Lake uh, Lake Jackson. And it's the old style of Bucky's. My fiance's old stomping grounds. It's the old original style of Bucky's where they would just take over convenience stores. So they're the size of a convenience convenience store. store. And I was like, but in my mind, I'm like, but that's good enough, right? Like, there's the jerky, there's the beaver nuggets, there's the pickled eggs. What else do you need? And she seemed kind of sad because she said, well, I saw this special about your convenience stores. They looked really big. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, you can go to Bucky's like that. And then I realized, oh, you took her to the the bad Bucky. She huh? wanted the experience. You took her to a gas station. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, well, Matt. On no, the way. No. On the way back from the coast, we went a different direction. You so took we, her to Haruska's. And we no, I took her to a real full sized Bucky's, and I um, but it was guys. It's the one in Texas City, and there's so much construction. You have to go. You have to exit. You have to go up five miles. Then turn around, then come back, and when you leave, you have to go back the way you came five miles. It, it added like 20 minutes to the trip. Yeah, that it was, was my uh, local Bucky's you know growing what? up. Really? Yep, Texas City Bucky's. Oh, God, that can, was brutal. Can yep. I take a quick sidebar to say that what I love about my current relationship is, you know, she's a stand-up comic um, and would travel in her car to go to improv and comedy shows. She knows how to road trip? She knows how to road trip. So when we stop, it's get in and out, get our yeah. snacks, go, and we only stop and go to convenience stores that are on this side of the highway. Yeah, so you don't uh, have to turn uh, around. But I had a, a exes that were like, but I want to go to Nat Bucky's. Well, here's the mistake I want to ask you about, and I even brought it up uh, and talked to some other people. Since we were making that long stop, I was like, well, why don't we just get food here? Why don't we just get lunch here instead of stopping where we we're originally going to stop? They have a really good stop? deli kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Well, that's they my have a question good road trip deli. It's my question for you because, you know, they've expanded over the years. You can get just about anything Brisket. in a Bucky's, right? Pulled and pork sandwich. I'm very used to just, it was jerky and a soda, jerky and a soda, and maybe some kind of crap food, right? But now they have this huge thing when you walk in there and they're like, we've got barbecue, we've got chicken sandwiches, fried chicken. They have veggie plates. So here's my question to you guys because I got a chopped sandwich and it was terrible. It's still gas station food. That's my my thought on the Bucky's barbecue. I don't have a problem with it. It's good if you need something to fill and you're on a long road trip. Whatever. That's fine. It's gas station food, yeah. dude. It's still gas uh, well, station it de- food. It depends no, on where you get no. it. Well, mm. well, no. So so I talked about it, and I had a couple friends who just said, dude, everybody knows you don't get the chop. You get the turkey, the barbecue turkey set, and then I had other. So it turns out, apparently, everyone has their favorite thing. I sure. don't really know what those favorite things are. Should I just stick with the jerky because I know I love that? Or yes. is there somewhere else I need to be going? Uh, turkey is hard to screw up when it comes to the land of barbecue because even if it's dry, turkey meat can be th- – they cut it thin enough to where the dryness isn't bad. And if you add some barbecue sauce, I just – I'm going to go back to what I just said. It's gas station food. It's still gas station food. You don't stop and eat at a Bucky's. Mm. On a road trip, you do it if you need to grab something and get in the car and go, but it's not, there's so many good diners 
on the way. I mean, if you're going from Surfside to Austin, I can name many more places if you're going to stop and eat. Unfortunately, I don't allow that. See, I... I don't agree. You're the expert. You were in the. You grew yes, up around I there. I grew up around that Bucky's, and I used to pick it up after high school before, right, so like going to theater. And I would. What, what should I? What should I have gotten that would have changed my trip? Well, first of all, you have beaver to go. To, okay, beaver nuggets for sure. But and you have to get, get the, that but it has to be out of you. The sea salt caramel beaver nuggets, not the normal be- oh, beaver nuggets. Okay. Actually, okay, didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Me neither. But what I would always do is I would go to the little deli part, right. you know, right next to where the kolaches. Sure. the bakery and they I will you. make your own sandwich and right. it's fresh right whereas i'm assuming the one that you got was one of those where it was already in foil it no was just but i was out. watching them make it that's why i grabbed it because people oh. were waiting and i watched them chop it and then i watched them wrap it and set it up and everybody was reaching for them so i had that whole like you know what happens yeah. at, at, at walmart on on prime day or whatever or black friday yeah, where you gotta hurry the rush like, yeah. i need all oh, that must be incredible so i just grabbed one it wasn't yeah i mean where are they cooking this barbecue that's my question i I've never gotten barbecue. I've at never Bucky's. seen a smoker behind Bucky's, or you no. know how even even if you go to Schultz's Beer Garden downtown, they've got a smoker and they've got a pile of wood out back. Yeah, they don't have that at Bucky's. CJ, that's why they're I say selling you get smokers out front next to the crab pots next to the oh, deer feeders. Okay. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah, it's not yeah. like they don't have smokers. Uh, here's the thing. You got to set a time limit at Bucky's, so you got to go because you can get overwhelmed in and out. And uh, I don't, I don't eat the restaurant food there. It's, it, I've never, mm, you know what? I take that back. Their cheese danishes they make. Well, their they're better are delicious too. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So get a fresh sandwich. You have to get a fresh get a deli sandwich. Get a kolache. Get the sea salt caramel. Bucky now here's what I want to know. Talking about those sea salt, sea salt caramel <laughs> uh, beaver nuggets, is it worth leaving Austin? To drive to Bastrop Bucky's to oh, no. get some of those if no. I'm not going on a road trip? Because that's what I'm thinking someone right now. This mor- oh, someone wow. this morning tells me that they they go get beaver nuggets. That's their cereal. They just put milk on it and <laughs> eat it as a cereal. What is wrong with people? Yeah, you know what? Don't knock it till you tried it. Yep. It's time to calculate up the sports bets uh, from this weekend, which I'm going to be honest, probably one of the worst weekends in sports in the history of CJ Dumb I've had. Other than fantasy worst? football. We're absolute worst. Absolute worst. The Braves lost the first game to the Phillies. I absolutely did not want the Braves to have to play the Phillies at all. Of any team in Major League Baseball in the playoffs, they could be any of them except probably the Phillies. Uh, who? What else do we have? Uh, Texas what? State lost. After being up by like 20 points, um, Austin FC kicked out of the, the playoffs. What about the Cowboys? Probably good. Cowboys lost. Got their asses kicked by the yeah. 49ers. Crazy thing is, is you know when you when you get your feelings hurt because your, your team loses, and you're like, I'm never watching sports again. Well, I got so butthurt after the UT game, I literally haven't. I can't bring myself to go to ESPN or anything because I don't even want to read about Texas OU. So I haven't watched any of the baseball playoffs. I haven't seen any. Anything. I haven't watched any football. I've just been in, in a holding uh, pattern. Well, I will tell you this. In all honesty, even though I'm the most pessimistic sports guy ever, I feel like UT's loss was somewhat good. Let's get into that. Uh, first and foremost, you didn't hear it off air. We talked with Jason Dick, and I kept talking about how Texas doesn't have a good run game. They're just home run hitters. And I believe my point was quite adequately proven by a team that couldn't punch it in uh, on fourth and goal, on third and goal, on second and goal. Uh, a team that was still relying on a passing game after two interceptions and a fumble by their quarterback. But let me say this: that loss to a team that to an OU team that is, I think, better than we thought, really good at takeaways, had a great game plan. The fact that Texas, with three turnovers, all the problems that happened uh, only lost by four points. I feel good about them in the future. Are you saying that in the future you think we're going to have a better winning streak? No, we're I better think than this what year. We expected? I think this year they can tune and fix some things. And I, I, I hope there's two ways to look at this, Emily. Either this is going to tank the team and it's going to get into Quinn Ewer's head and he's going to suck. And then they're just going to start being the like, whoa, bring, uh, bring Manning on. Or they get it together and they realize, hey, we made some mistakes, we made some screw-ups, but we're better than this. We almost won that game. We can do it. The defensive collapse, I don't get. 75 yards, allowing OU to go down the field with with no timeouts, 
a minute and a half left, 75 yards. That to me is insane. But I do feel this is a part where champion, where good teams, if they are as good as we hope they can be, this is where they turn the season around, beat OU in the Big 12 championship. Um, anyhow, Matt, Emily, Spinney, all picking Texas to win. Great job. Sigh. Uh, I thought Texas would win, but I thought it would be closer. I took OU in the six and a half, so point CJ there. Um, oh, I can't. I'm not here for this gloat. I'm sorry. Let's let's just go to fantasy football. Who would score more points in the 101X League? CJ and Emily, Jason and Nick. Remember, CJ and Emily partying at ACL Fest. Jason and Nick showing up a little bit, but a little more responsible because they have to get up early. Uh, Jason's team scored 130 points. Nick's team scored 94 points. Emily, your team only scored 87 points. But I won my matchup. But I, that's I know not, that doesn't count. It's more points. I know. But that's, I still won. But we have to overcome 224 combined points from those two, which means I really all is set up for us to hear how great he CJ did, great did this weekend. 162 points for yeah. your plum smugglers. Or yeah. now my team is called running up that Tyreek Hill. Uh, congratulations to Emily and CJ, both yes. getting points on the sports bet for that, for picking us. Uh, we did your it. next one, I asked if LAFC was going to beat Austin FC, if Austin FC would win, if we would have a draw, or if LFC, LAFC would win by more than two. Sure looked like LAFC was about to win by more than two. They were up uh, four to one at one point. Mm-hmm. Luckily, an own goal or Austin got something back. Uh, I don't know what that was, but uh, Matt and CJ uh, both picking LAFC to win by two, mm. Um, mm. which means I got a perfect record this week. Three and oh, CJ. Wow. Congratulations. So my worst sports week when it came to my teams that matter, real life teams not so good, but when it came to fantasy betting and the sports bet, I did well. Maybe that's what it takes. Uh, Matt, you are one and two. Emily's one and two. The big loser this week uh, is Spencer at zero and three. And you might not have heard Spencer talking much, and that's that's because his punishment for this week, he's not allowed to talk on the radio. Fired. Yeah. Not no. Not no, no. No, he's just sitting there. This is preventing him from being fired. Oh, sorry, you don't have to make that face anymore. You're not fired. You're just you just can't talk right now. Continuing up with a bit of sports and our fight with our morning show, another radio program here on 101X, uh, Nick and Dick, Jason on the Morning X. Uh, Emily, you and I are some uh, sport enthusiasts, aren't we? We're just the best of what could be in this building when it comes. I love sports! Yay! Uh, What's your uh, catchphrase for your Texas Longhorns where you graduated? Hook them, I guess. There you go. Uh, so we're all in the 101X Fantasy Football League. Jason joined it because years ago because he thought it would be funny just to win and quit. And he hasn't won it. And he's still playing. So he's still playing. Emily joined <laughs> it because we all kind of made you. Yeah, sorry I was forced that. to give $100 into the bet. So I'm uh, sorry. Okay. Uh, but here's the deal. They think they're better than us. They think they can beat us. So every week we have a bet. Emily and I of the CJ Morgan Show versus Jason and Nick of the Morning X, and whoever scores the least amount of points in fantasy football has to dedicate a chunk of time on their radio program to promote and enhance the other show. Mm -hmm. We've won again now two weeks in a row, and Emily, I thought of a good idea because we all know and love Jason. He's been around forever, very long time in the business, over 20 years. So when it comes to advertising, people are like, yeah, I know the name Jason Dick. I'm going to advertise with him. Well, you know what? We need some of that money. We, we do. W- we want some advertisements. I but would love some advertisements. It's hard to convince people to do it. So I thought, you know what? We're just going to make fake commercials. And when we win, we're going to submit these commercials to the morning show where they have to play them. So their advertisers and anyone listening will be like, oh, oh I like those guys. Those guys are way better. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend my money in the afternoon with Emily and CJ. How fun. It's a genius idea. Not just that, but the commercials I'm making might be so creative or bad, as some people say it, that businesses could <laughs> will pay us to stop airing these commercials. Yes, this is correct. Yeah. Because they're like, get my name out of your mouth. Yes. You, I, you disgusting sailor. Advertising, extortion, it's all the same. Anyhow, speaking of sailors, Emily, uh, I made a commercial for one of my favorite restaurants, Quality Seafood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this to the Morning X, if you approve and ask them to air this commercial throughout their show, 
as punishment for them losing to us, but it might end up getting us uh, some money. So you want to hear it? I would love to you hear want, it. Okay. You sure? Right now on the radio? Yeah, I need to approve of it too. Okay. I want you to approve of it. This is my commercial for Quality Seafood, a real business. I do not have permission to do this, but you know what? Out of the kindness of my heart, I did it anyway. Avast ye hearties, climb on board quality seafood and prepare to plunder some booty. Yay! With the best sketches from deep in Davy Jones' locker in all the land and it won't cost you a doubloon. Wow. Hey, we're not that kind of seafood shanty. We're quality seafood. Fresh from the ocean and onto your plate. Where the white wine flows like the salmon of Capistrano. Speaking of salmon... You have to try that with a glass of white wine and a side of our spaghetti mac and cheese. Mm. Saturdays, we've got crab legs, lobster rolls, and coconut shrimp. Mm. Plus that white wine. Pipe down, you lily-livered scurvy dog. Quality seafood be more than coconut shrimp and white wine. They shuckin' fresh oysters. Yes! Stewing gumbo. Yes! And offering daily specials that'll make an old sea dog weep. Quality seafood is about just that. It's in our name. Quality seafood. Not pirates. Also, white wine. Come by and dine with us every day but Sunday. We're closed. Ask about the white wine. Hmm. And why the kids in the neighborhood call quality seafood CQ for short. CQ, that's what I like about white wine. There you go, a commercial I made for a real business. They didn't ask for it, but I put that together. Emily, your thoughts? Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did it make you want white wine? It uh, made me want white wine and made me want some uh, shrimp, some fried shrimp. If you were in your car listening to the radio and you heard that advertisement. I was intrigued the whole is, time. Is it going to catch your attention? I only checked my phone twice during that uh, commercial. That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's a little long. It is a little long. It's a little long. But, but I it, had, got to the, it, it gets the point across, I, I think. To, I had to fit in both characters. Yes. Okay. Do they have names, the characters? Uh, Slippery Jim <laughs> and Ronald the Great Pirate King. <laughs> Okay, which one's which? <laughs> we'll figure that out as the commercials continue. But do I have your approval to send that to the Morning X? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. That okay. was that was some quality now, commercial there. Here's where I need your help, Emily, and to you listening, not just with this quality seafood advertisement, which I want you to say, hey, I heard your ad on the radio, but I want to make more of these. I want businesses to find us. Or your favorite business, and we're going to make them a fake, crappy commercial. Um, <clears throat> we're going to make them a professional advertisement. Yes, absolutely. And if they'll pay us money to keep running it. Intriguing advertising. Thank you. I have a PR degree. You know what? It's about time you put that to use. <laughs> yeah. In less than a month, I've fallen in love with one, two English soccer players. Didn't think this would ever happen. <laughs> Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to, s- to say that, that I'm a nerd. nerd. Didn't expect to find myself uh, spending a good chunk of my Sunday evening, uh, Monday evening, I'm sorry, today's Tuesday, uh, watching the new Beckham miniseries or short documentary. It's a four-parter on Netflix and absolutely loving and enjoying it. Emily, are you familiar with David Beckham? What can um, you tell me just hearing that name? I know that he plays football. Yep. Um, I know that he is British. Okay, good, good. Got that right. And I know that people say he's hot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's uh, all you need to know, right? You got all those correct. Uh, David Beckham is also instrumental in the transition from what soccer was to what it's become today because now... It's more than just being in a, a team. It's uh, being a personality. A star on that team. It's being a celebrity, a personality, ah. more than just a sports. And what I learned from watching this documentary, two things. One, he's dumb. And he admits it. He <laughs> well, is he's just, a himbo. He, he is a himbo. And I he's do just love those. dumb. But uh, he said, you know, when he was playing sports that he 
knew football would end, soccer would end, football. and he had something else that he needed to do after that. And so he worked on modeling and doing other things. And then along oh, the way, yes, he did like Calvin Klein and underwear stuff. Yeah, and it was distracting. And some of his teammates and coaches, uh, you know, especially at Man United, where you had uh, Sir was it Alex, uh, Sir Alex, uh, um, one of the legendary coaches. That it doesn't matter how good you are here. We're all a team. We're all this. We're all one. Sure. Uh, but suddenly this young star is becoming more famous out there. He started dating a Spice Girl secretly. Yeah. Then they got married. They're still married. A Posh Spice. And it was just a huge, insane thing. He was, you know, he's probably not one of the best 100 footballers ever, but one of the best English. He was the captain of the national team. He had a wicked, uh, he was good at crossing the ball in, corner kicks, free kicks. Oh, that's what they call all, it these all days, that huh? Stuff. But I ended up watching that documentary, and it was really good. And I think, you know, my fiance even said this. Uh, I'm going to call it a cutrementary. Maybe we're kind of switching from watching horror murder cult series. Documentaries. To, to getting to where just watching sweet things that make you feel good. Eh. And how we both love this. She liked it because it talked about the pop star, the gossip, the behind the scenes. I loved it. Because you had all the sports stuff going back to when Man uh, Manchester United beat Bayern Munich in the last two minutes of extra time, and it just works out really well. Uh, here's uh, the trailer, just so we can hear David Beckham's dreamy voice. Tonight we bring you the story of how David Beckham became a global phenomenon. David Beckham, unstoppable. I never really did well at school. Because all I ever wanted to do was play football. My manager kept saying, try and keep it under wraps. So we would meet in car parks, and that's not as CV as it sounds. Classy. I suppose that most blokes have looked at television so like, uh, don't f***ing end up with them. My life had become something different. We were worried that he'd lose all what he'd worked for. Because football come first, and all of a sudden it wasn't. So not only a soccer uh, superstar, but became a global celebrity. And I think you wouldn't have Ronaldo to the level he was today if it wasn't David Beckham before him or Lionel Messi. Now, he wasn't as good of a player as those two, but he was a global superstar and he was a brand within himself. Even besides dating, marrying a Spice Girl, being the captain of England, he became his own thing. Like, even you've so, heard of him. Oh, are you telling me that he could be the cornerstone of uh, Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> maybe. I'm thinking about maybe. he's dating okay. a pop star. He's creating his own brand. He was in the Super Bowl with his Travis brother. Travis Kelsey, you're thinking of too. Yeah. You're thinking of Travis Kelsey. Oh, I don't Anyhow, know the difference yeah. between uh, them. My advice on this, two things. One, watch the David Beckham thing on Netflix. It's well worth it. And two, maybe instead of me just being good at radio... I need to turn myself into a sexy global brand. You do. All right, Emily, um, get on that, please. Thank you. Austin's number one laser tag champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Emily, you said it's laundry day, but you don't uh, you don't have a washer or dryer. Uh, yeah, um, I'm over exaggerating a little bit because I I need everybody's help. If you don't we, know, you, you need quarters. <laughs> yeah, I need and you quarters. Need a little bit of space in your laundry room. Well, I have now a lot more space in my personal laundry room since, if you don't know, my apartment's decided. Oh, that washer and dryer that you've been paying for for a year and a half. Uh, it's not up to code anymore, so we're just going to Well, the city of Austin decided it because they don't want you to burn mm. to death while you're sleeping, okay? Well, it was perfectly fine in it my eyes. It still sucks. And, and I want to take that risk. They're also not giving you a discount. No. For char- they charge you to have these, and they're not giving you any kind it's of like discount. It's like a $50 discount or something stupid. But anyways, so now I am suffering from not having a washer and dryer for the first time in a while. And so I've uh, done what anybody would do in this situation. And I've gone on Google and I've Googled, how often should I wash my blank? (laughs) (laughs) And I want to have this debate with you because recently Levi's CEO told everybody that, uh, you know, I guess back in 2014, he spoke at an event and people thought that he said that he never washes his jeans. But that's not what he said. He claims that he washes his jeans in a very specific way. 
uh, like washing them in the shower, which means he keeps the jeans on in the shower and then covers them in soap as you would your body. And then he washes it like that. There have been uh, people that say that helps you fit into a tight pair of jeans because you it gets wet and you stretch them out. That's a weird thing to do. I, I don't wash jeans until I have to. What is until I have to? Until mean? I have to. It means if if they're really dirty, if they have a stain on them, um, if like I get some goo in them or something goo? like that. Yeah, like if I spill food or so if they have, never have an have unfortunate a- accident where I mistake oh. a fart for something else. Ew. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I don't watch them until I have to, and I even think a. I don't do this as much as I used to, but I think with some jeans, it's best to turn them inside out so you don't ruin the color and the staining. I don't know. Jeans are that one of those. Sense. Jeans, you don't have to wash a lot. Yeah, same that's with, not the thing I'm worried about. Same with pants and shorts. I'll say most of my t-shirts, I'll wear them two or three times before I wash them because I only wear them to work. And then mm. when I get home, I take my shirt off yeah. and I put whatever my shorts are on. Like I, I change... I have work clothes and I have home clothes. Okay. I think, I feel like people talk about jeans a lot during this debate, but I want to bring up uh, some other articles of clothing and and ask you, how long can I go to stretch it since I now don't have a washer and dryer? My first question is pajamas. How often do you, like, because for me, I have pajama pants and then a big t-shirt. Like, I have a drawer of big t-shirts that are just my pajama shirts. And obviously, I only wear them at night or sometimes lounging around throughout the day. And I feel like you could go pretty long sure. without washing your PJs, I'll, I'll right? I'll probably wash my sheets before I wash my pajamas. Whoa. Wait, how often do you wash your sheets? Like weekly, if not more. Weekly. Are you I'd supposed to wash your sheets yeah, you're weekly? you're supposed to wash your sheets a lot. Oh, maybe, I, I maybe can't weekly, afford that. Maybe weekly is too much, <laughs> but also I, I let my dog sleep in the bed. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them's yeah. a feral wild puppy goat mm-hmm. mix that just gets covered in stuff. So I like to I like to do that. Plus, so you're going to say... Plus when I was single, you never knew I was going to stay in the night. That's so true. When I have some clean sheets, uh, smell test is always good. Yeah. If... Clothes, not just from your body, but they get that kind of just funky smell, like almost mildewy, like they're old. Uh, the comfort test, sometimes when things come out of the dryer, they're so soft mm-hmm. and they lose some of their softness. So smell tests would, would do that. Pajamas, okay. I don't know. You're not doing a lot. If you're sweating a lot, maybe then. What about comforters? Like the ones where it doesn't have a cover on it and it's just like one big giant comforter. How and, often and do you think I do you're those? To do so that? I do those too much because same with my sheets. I like to have all my blankets Why and stuff clean. Why are you so clean? You don't. You, you're a sweaty person. I guess that's. I, I, I never I like, assumed that you were that clean. I like to be clean, and like I said, I was single for a long time, so, <laughs> so I always like to have a nice hotel room to stay in. Um, you were the outlier on that one. I well, think. I am in some aspects, but not when it comes to socks. I would wear the you same. You rewear socks, I'd CJ. Rewear socks a lot. That's but, gross. Well, it is gross because this year I finally got a case of athlete's foot that I can't kick. <laughs> you still have it um, right now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It keeps coming and going. Also, oh. the other day I was mowing the yard and I, I stepped in an anthill and they got in. They bit me really bad. And then the itchy ant bites turned. It brought my athlete's foot back. But oh. after that, I'm, I'm no longer re-wearing socks at all. Always new socks. Good. Always clean socks. Good. Constantly. That's what you should do. Uh, underwear. I would say it that underwear is kind of a one-time wear kind of thing. If you rewear underwear, you're no, you're disgusting, and I will shame you because your grundle's the dirtiest area. Yeah, yeah, especially thongs. Oh, <laughs> I don't wear thongs Ugh. anymore, Emily. I, I'm not wearing my thongs. But you okay? remember those days? Yeah, I do remember the high waisted, so they yeah. kind of they go up the over fish tails. Yeah, yes. whale tails. We call them whale tails. Uh, you know. The smell test is going to be your number one guide. Okay. I, I say if it smells funky, it's time to get dunky into yeah. water. You're not. You're going to tell me if I'm smelly, right? And I I'm need to gonna, wash my stuff. I'm not going to risk smelling you, unfortunately. Ugh. That's an HR violation, that, and I don't need another. <laughs> See, not a lot I could get. Yeah, yeah that was I fun hear it now. Oh, welcome to your local news segment, starting with the weather. 
it's going to rain. And then it's going to get nice and cool and gorgeous just in time for ACL Fest, where I overheard a group of people say, wow, the weather in Austin's really nice. <laughs> You're being catfish. You're being gaslamped. You're being ghostlighted. Don't believe it. Uh, speaking of ACL Fest, uh, big update. Uh, no ODs this weekend, Emily. Yeah. Um, the Travis County Emergency Medical Services officials, oh, that's a mouthful, said that they did not have to administer any doses of Narcan or Naloxone. I don't know. Naloxone? Naloxone? Yeah. Uh, during the first weekend of ACL Fest, which is really awesome. Uh, this is actually the festival's first time that the attendees could both receive a free opioid overdose uh, reversal treatment and undergo training on how to use it. So they were just giving out Narcan to anybody nowadays, and it's awesome. I walked by the tent, and it was, uh, I think it's a nonprofit group doing it. They're taking donations, but they had... They had the units, and they had the info, and they had lots of stuff. And and, it and they were like, demonstrating how to yeah, use everything, uh, too. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Unfortunately, the, the thing I've seen a lot online is a lot of backlash. I guess the goddamn news stations know what they're doing with, mm. their, with their jingles when they change stories. And, and they knew, like I know, because I used to be a social media director, that when I post ACL Fest is giving out free drug overdose kits, I hope, know, and want that dummies are going to get on there and say, well, they just let people do drugs in. And then other people are going to be like, well, um, actually, it's in it. But the overall thing is, is you, no matter how much you want, this, do, I, this does not. Things happen. This does not encourage drug use. No. It does not. However, people, whether you tell them to or not, some of them kids, a lot of them are in high school that are overdosing. Mm-hmm. Do you want your kids or your friend's kids to die? And you'll just be like, well, they shouldn't have done drugs. Well, sure. I agree. Yeah. High school kids should not be doing drugs. Uh, they should not be taking weird stuff at a festival, but they're going to. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I, That's- I, I think in 0.0 way, this encourages the use if you're going to already do it and you're risking maybe knowing there's fentanyl or something else in it or whatever, or you're peer pressured, uh, having it there doesn't, ha- knowing that, oh, well, there's naloxone here doesn't change your decision to do no, drugs or not. Because it doesn't I, pe- make you more likely to do it. People understand how scary that is. Also, uh, you know, this could all be solved by one thing. Let's have health class in schools again. That teach this kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that but we teach well, sex ed and that teach, you know, the safety of drugs it, and everything It goes else. back to America's just so Puritan ways, but I think we know abstinence or preaching it is uh, never works. Never. It does not work at all. And I think we need to say, hey, you know what? Don't do drugs. But if you do, here's that's why I think I survived my wild youth is because my parents, you know, my dad was a child of the 70s. My mom, the 60s, a hippie. They were like, hey, you're going to be in trouble. We don't want you to do this. But if something happens, you call us first or you go to the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were more open about it rather than just being strict. No, don't do it. Because saying no, don't do it never, ever, ever works. And I would much rather ACL Fest have uh, this nonprofit, have this avail- have this there because it literally could save someone's life. Long enough does. to get them to the hospital. And Most of it the time. does. And the mm-hmm. dumbasses online that are just like, oh, what are we doing? We're just becoming San Francisco. It's just going to be drugs everywhere. People are doing drugs everywhere. They're going to. We're also a large, major metropolis area. So it's going to happen. It's going to be there. Sorry to continue my rant, but don't be an ignorant dumbass that thinks people are not going to experiment with drugs or alcohol or things like that. Plan for the worst and hope the best. Yes. The worst is someone's going to do drugs and overdose. The planning for the that means... Planning for that worse means you have stuff available in case something bad happens. And the other thing that scares me about these asshats that are like, if my kid ever do that, I'd kick him out. I'd beat him or they're just, well, let him die. It's just, it's just showing, it's just Darwin and works. First of all, you've never read Darwin. You don't understand. Darwin never said half the crap we do these days. But by doing and having that mentality, it encourages people to hide it and to be scared because they don't want to get in trouble. And that's just going to lead to more people dying. And we don't want that. Okay? Are you good? Not at all. I'm good. Sorry. Next news story. (laughs) On a much lighter note. 
<laughs> little ranty there, CJ. A know, little it, ranty. It, it frustrates me. I, I get Anyhow. it. I get your point. Everybody's safe. Everything was good. ACL Fest. Woo. Uh, but on a much lighter note, this, what is it? Uh, Saturday, I believe, is the solar eclipse. Yes. Annual solar eclipse. Not the, not the big one, but, you know, a, a good one. It's going to be a big one. We're going to be at ACL Fest. We're going to be in the park as it happens. It's going to be so cool. But whether, uh, and right after Friday the 13th, yeah. whether you're in the park or not, uh, don't stare at the eclipse. Do not stare at the eclipse, okay? You're going to, uh, you want to avoid eclipse blindness. And Real so, quick, you know who needs to avoid some eclipses? Who? Matt Bearden. Have you seen his stomach? He's just been eating those. Just What's an eclipse? It's a donut treat. Anyhow, joke I thought failed. that was an eclair. On, uh, okay, yeah, it is. It is an eclair. It's not an eclipse. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, uh, if you are planning on looking at the eclipse and you want to stare it directly into the eyes and and, and make it, I don't know, I'm scared of you, uh, don't do that. But you can go to Austin Public Library and get free glasses, eclipse glasses. It's a limit of two per person. So if you have a big family, then just just bring your whole family. You bring them to the library and support the library anyways. Uh, but also some of the eclipse watch parties will also have glasses. I saw some at HEB and they were selling them for super cheap. You can cheap. make them at home. There's all kinds of little ways to do can it. Can you use actual sunglasses? I can't remember. You're not supposed to because there's a different... Uh, you know what? That's beyond my skill and magic. Yeah. So I'm just going to refer to you looking up online. General rule of thumb, you don't want to look up at it. Sounds right? good. Okay. Sounds good. Unless you are wearing the cool eclipse glasses Brought from the Austin by Ray Public Library. Yeah. Did you know you can actually eat your loofahs? Okay, well, not the loofahs you have no, now, but did you know the original loofah, the long hay-like looking scrub thing the you might have seen? spongy thing. Yeah, you saw it in your uh, grandma's bathtub. It was actually an edible vegetable. I remember as a kid being told it was a fish, hmm. but it was an edible vegetable. And did you ever see these in a grandma's bathtub? Oh, I did. They always had those old kind of loofahs, right? I never wanted to touch them either. They just always looked like they held a bunch of secrets. Old and maybe people have been skin. There. Yeah, since like the 1950s. <laughs> I well, just... It's just a squash. It's a kind of squash that you can grow. And you peel it, and then that's what's in the middle of it once you like kind of let it dry out. Huh. And then you clean your skin with it. Um, wow. Yeah, and there used to be little dowels. You'd put in the middle so you could wash your back. I, I remember that well. What uh, happened to a loofah? Uh, they, we now make them out of plastics and we things that can't all. be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, we probably ate them all. Welcome to Did You Know, where we teach you fun facts, and you know they're true because we start them with. Did you know? Did you know that the Singapore Airlines flights 23 and 24 are the longest regularly scheduled nonstop flights in the world? In fact, uh, in order for this commercial flight to happen from New York to Singapore, they actually have lockers on board to store any corpses of people who died uh, uh, mid-flight, <laughs> um, as there were very few places that they could divert and stop the plane. Ew. Ew. Gross. No. But scary. No. Yeah, don't stop my flight. Don't stop my flight. <laughs> I don't care what's happened. No. Do not stop my flight. I would rather fly with a bunch. There's there's corpses on every flight. They, they're flying corpses to, to funerals. I almost said weddings, and that's not a great place to take a corpse. <laughs> but yeah, don't even worry about that. Yeah, get me to where I have to go on time, please. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, your death is an inconvenience to me. Exactly. Your death is an... Okay, well, that's exactly uh, why they can store these corpses. Now, I want to ask, do they have jail for all of those people that are, you know, going Ooh, crazy on the flights? Like they do on cruise ships. They have a brig, but yeah. do they have Sky a... Sky jail. That's not a Sky bad idea because... Jail. Have you taken a long flight? The entire fuselage is, is a jail. Thank that's, you. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, now, speaking of corpses, did you know King Tut is famous pretty much because uh, he got robbed? Robbed? Yeah, he built a gigantic tomb for himself uh, that was a real, uh, quite a spectacle. You know what? Slay. Exactly. <laughs> Except his successor, his successor stole it. Oh, He was supposed to be buried in it, and his successor said, no, I want that giant cool tomb. And so he was buried in a much smaller and, in fact, kind of a lame tomb. But as a result, over time, 
nobody thought to rob it because they were like, oh, that's a lame tool. So it was yeah. intact. Preserved. So discovered it, and now he's kind of the most famous of the pharaohs when you think about it. Everybody knows King Tut. And it's because he was protected uh, from thefts because he got buried in a lame tomb. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That yeah. was definitely, he was spiting that guy from the grave. It's true. That's for it's sure. True. We we will all be known in the future because uh, we're all in this lame show together. That's true. Yeah. They're never going to get rid of this one we'll, and rob we'll, it. We'll survive because it's not interesting enough to destroy or preserve. We just <laughs> sit there. Yeah, we're just going to be there. Yeah, very true. Uh, you no longer have to remember... Care Bear Stare. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? It rhymes, so it works. Care Bear Stare. I don't remember this. That's the, is it a kid the thing? Care Bear thing. Yeah, where they like push their belly out, right? And well, they have the... I just remember that a lot of, for, for some reason, I feel like that comes up as a trope a lot as people's password. But uh, Google uh, today, this morning, uh, basically announced a small update. And in that small update, essentially they're getting rid of passwords. It could be the end of passwords. So we could be done with passwords altogether in the future. That'd and then be what nice. is it all? Bio? What's it called? Like thumbprints, no, eye scans? They want people to start using rectal insertions, pass keys. Okay. They're saying they want to make passwords a rarity. They eventually want to make them obsolete and they want to use pass keys. Which is a weird thing because mm. in my mind I'm like, isn't passkey just a different word for password? It's a longer yeah. password, but then that's stored in a keychain on your phone, and basically, so all the passwords are still on your device, which can be hacked. And on top of that, if you lose or forget it, you have to go. The resetting of the password thing, from what I understand, is also where there's come some danger with encryption. Well, there is, and and you're on to it. I mean, they basically. You, you you will use things like pens or biometrics of finger, face print, something like that. They said, look, the biggest part of this is that it they're trying to come up with something that's phishing resistant because the problem is right now it is becoming more and more prevalent for someone to send something and it says, oh, uh, Best Buy, the Geek Squad has charged you $900. Well, when you click to go, well, no, I, I didn't buy anything. And then it says, oh, please log in. And then you log in really quickly. Yep, and you've been fished. You've been fished you've and been you're giving cut. away. So they realize, hey, look, th- this is an issue because we told people to memorize all these different passwords. But they've gotten very good at getting your password out of you when you don't realize that you're giving it away. And Absolutely. they want to be able to have these biometrics because it's harder. Even if they fish that, it's harder to crack that and be able to use it other places against you. Because they're yeah. like 16 yeah, digits I, long at least. I'm currently uh, dealing with that right now. Not that I got fished, but one of my very, very reused passwords got compromised. And I checked on uh, my, my like Apple device because I save all of my passwords there. And um, it looks like my password was compromised for about 200 places. I didn't really? realize that I had been using the same password oh, no. for 200 See, places. You can only use hot jug 69 so many times, yeah, Emily. Emily. Uh, well, you should have known better. To be fair, she used jugs with a capital Z yeah. instead of an S. So it was a little more. It took it a while a to, to hack. But they, they figured it out. Uh, next time you log into your Google account, whether that's this afternoon or tomorrow or whatever, company says you're going to see a prompt asking you to create and use pass keys. And you'll be presented with an option, you know, you can skip the password when possible and dive into your Google account. Anyway, they say it won't happen right away. They'll be eliminating passwords. In fact, when I say not immediately, it'll probably be a couple of years. But this Google has, the, Google has the power to change all of our behaviors. Google, Apple, Facebook. There's only a few companies that have the power to change our behavior. And luckily, they're fighting against each other. Well, this could be actually good for us. It's just I'm giving you a heads up, and now you know. Uh, this one, I guess, is wired, but it feels weird. The top pieces of advice that boomers would give their younger selves. How are we supposed to make money on the Internet? The Internet? That thing's still around. Computer lips, celery man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner. We're clicking through the crap so you don't have to. We started this list yesterday, and now we shall continue it. Let's start with this one at the very top. Be more confident. That's good advice in general, isn't it, Emily? Just be confident. Be confident. I wish I could, too, when I was younger, but again, some of these are just really hard to actually to do 
when you're in that mindset and your mm-hmm. entire world is what's happening at school. I think confidence also comes with age, too, and the more that wisdom. you learn. Yes, wisdom. Because it's it's hard to be confident when you don't know anything about the world. And such small things really seem devastating yes. and really seem like world enders. And they can last like for a while. You know, if you if you uh, something embarrassing happened at school, that can stick with you for years. All right. Yes. And that sucks. And we also have a, a bad object permeance. Is that the term I'm looking for right now? Where we don't realize that these short moments of time really aren't important in in the long run and that it's it matters more than that heart i wish we could just instill that in our younger selves but it, it's a weird one what's what's your tip from this clickbait um i like i'm going to combine two of these it's look after your physical health and get into the habit of eating healthy it says don't wait until you're in uh old and slowed down and worn out to start getting into healthy habits. And I think that's important. Now, don't just go around eating salads all day because embrace Enjoy your life. life. But acknowledge the fact that your cholesterol will become high. You need to learn that uh, if you're going up the stairs and you're out of breath, that's probably bad. Yeah, and this you is, can work on that. I'm living this right now. Getting into good habits when you're young, especially when it comes to those things, uh, is really important. Yeah. Not to mention, when I was like 36, something changed. And a lot of people say this. I always had a pretty high metabolism. I was probably the same height and weight since I was in maybe early high school. Mm-hmm. And then one year, I gained like 30 pounds really quick. And it gets harder yeah. to lose it. And it gets harder for your body if you have an injury to heal to itself. Yeah. So don't and be it, like CJ. It's easier said than done to get into the gym and to start eating healthier. But just just try changing one thing at a time, and eventually it'll turn to a habit. I'm going to add with that, take more risks. I completely agree, mm-hmm. but I'll say take calculated risks. Um, I've had a lot of fun in life doing risky things. Um, I wish I'd done more risky things and lived life a, a little better, but I think it's important to take calculated risks because there are yeah. things that can forever affect you. I think I want to change the worrying on that. Instead calculated risks. Calculated risk. risks, I would say to, uh, make more bold decisions. There you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, because it's it's not a – you don't want to risk anything. You don't want to risk your job, your relationship, whatever. But if you are choosing to create Should I leave this job and option, go to another? Should I go to yes. Europe instead of getting a job right out of school like yes, you did? Yes, yes. That's yeah. a bold decision that isn't going to completely ruin you Okay, Doritos. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Doritos? Yeah, they live boldly. Yeah, that's oh, thing. yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I'm going to say don't waste time on negative people. They're not worth it. Stay positive. I've learned over the years, although I do love a good gossip, sometimes, you know, you just want to sit around with your friends. S-talking's fun. Yeah, and just S-talk. But it is true. There's some juju. There's something where the more that you talk S, the uh, worse your life is going to be. And I don't know if it's because there's some spirit out to get you or if it's just because if you say a bunch of bad stuff about people, Eventually, through the grapevine, you'll get known as a gossiper, they're gonna find and they don't out, trust you. and then you're not going to be invited to more things. It'll or be whatever. hard to restore your credibility. So, don't hang around those negative people who would influence you to do that. But then, also, don't be that negative person that creates an environment that isn't welcome. Uh, save ten percent of your paycheck. Some more advice that boomers would give themselves when they're younger. Absolutely, ten uh, percent in I, this economy. Yeah, maybe not ten percent. I mean, I do think spend money, have fun. What You can't carry it with you when you die. Have a savings account. But save some money. Yeah. Save some money every week any way you can, putting dollar bills in a jar. I need to get into investing. Yeah, but that can also... People, my dad lost his... He did what he was supposed to. Yeah. Put all of his money in retirement. Uh, they stole his money. It got wrapped up in the whole Enron scheme, and then oh. his it's, it was all gone. So investing is risky, but... Sure, find ways to save and grow your money if you can. But, yeah, it'll help you so, so, so much in the future if you have a little bit uh, saved and a little bit to fall back on. And I'm still dealing with that now. We'll have more (laughs) advice from boomers that they would give their younger selves. And, of course, if you have some good advice and you're older or younger or whatever, 512-835-1015, Texas, anytime. 
Winding up to the end of uh, today's show, um, Emily, are you today's date? Today's date? Because, girl, you're a 10 out of 10. Is today I the 10 out of 10? Yeah, today, oh, see, there's is. some way to ask that. I 10, forgot 10, it. 10, 23. Uh, but a couple of things to go through that we talked about earlier on today's show and something that I talked about off air, which I want to know if I'm uh, vindictive. See you next Tuesday. But first, um, you had me do the tube girl. Yeah, the tube girl effect challenge, whatever you want to call it. Which explain kind of what that is. Basically, this girl became famous because she was doing these really confident TikTok lip syncs in 0.5, I don't know, camera angle. Very zoomed out, wide wide angle lens Um, on a train. In front of everybody on the London tube. And I told CJ, I was like, you need to bring that confidence into the workplace. So I had you create a tube girl song. And I didn't do it downstairs where I'm around my usual promo people no. that will just roll their eyes. At, even if I'm kind of nude, ignore you. I could walk through their nude and people would be like, oh, God damn it, CJ. Yeah. Uh, I went upstairs where the serious salespeople are and I did a tube girl dance. Yes, with the salespeople. And I even made you smile, right? Oh, yeah. I, I uh, You forced me to watch it and film my reaction. So we added that at the end of the TikTok, okay. too. Okay. Where can we find this glorious TikTok? Well, um, on TikTok.com or, you know, your app at CJ Morgan Show. You can also check it out on our Instagram if you refuse to download any other apps or even on Facebook, Facebook you Twitter, boomer. I'm at, sorry. No, I'm just no, kidding. I'm wrong. sorry. I'm at sorry. CJ Morgan Show. Now, speaking of the Instagram, the TikTok, uh, am I vindictive and a jerk if people that I follow, like bands and stuff, don't follow me back? I also feel hurt when this happens. I right? think we have, I think the tube girl effect of being too confident also happens when you're a radio personality. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it's like you go and you interview these people and uh, you, you meet them face to face and you're like, wow, you they're going to remember time. me. And listen, I get it when it's like Hosier because he doesn't touch his Instagram oh, no. or Twitter. No, he has it's a It's not team. his job. But damn it, if it's someone that runs their own accounts or if they're a local artist, it, it does kind of sting. Yeah. Um, and I, I do a thing. I used to do it with our radio stations accounts where I, if, you know, 101.5, 101X, I would have to follow. I would only follow 1,015 uh, people. people. Yeah. 1,015 uh, people. Yeah. With mine, I just only followed 999. So now I'm going to have to unfollow people. And there are some artists. There are some comedians. There are some influencers. There are some coworkers and friends. That, that are going to get the chopping block? They're about to get dropped today. Oh. And is that is is that rude? Or is it like, hey, it's you, you missed out on me. I'm, why should I follow you if you're not following me? I make oh, content. I do see, silly things. I'm petty. And unless so I I'm, It's really, okay for me to be petty? If, unless I really, really, really enjoy your content... If you're not following me, I don't I don't need to follow you back. You know what? Good. Thank you. But All that's right. that's that doesn't that's not the right answer. Here's the deal. I'm not telling you the no, right no. answer. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm running down a dream and call me Tom, because if you're not following, I'm gonna get petty. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was funny. Do you like I just did that off, off the top of my head too? Yeah, I, I love Tom Petty yeah. too. Yeah. Matt, Matt Emily, Emily, and Spenny. Just a few of the weirdos that can tolerate this guy. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.